0: This is the Heartland Daily Podcast. The other day, Heartland Institute Vice President Jim Lakeley, that's me, was a guest on Tony Katz Today on WIBC in Indianapolis, Indiana. I was asked on to talk about a new Heartland Institute poll that we released in December of 2023 that caused a media earthquake. We commissioned Rasmussen to ask likely voters who mailed in their ballots in 2023 if they committed voter fraud, but we didn't ask it in exactly that way. We asked questions such as, during the 2020 election, did you fill out a ballot in part or in full on behalf of a friend or family member, such as a spouse or a child? That's voter fraud and that's a crime, yet 21% of likely voters said yes. We also asked, did you sign a ballot or ballot envelope on behalf of a friend or family member, with or without his or her permission? Again, that's about as clear as it gets when it comes to committing the crime of voter fraud, but 17% of likely voters polled by Hartland and Rasmussen said yes. You can see the full poll at Hartland.org to read all the questions and all the responses. They will shock you as much as they shocked us. So here's me, Jim Lakely. on the Tony Katz Today Show on WIBC in Indianapolis, talking about the shocking revelations from this poll. Have a listen.
1: Now, I know what you're saying, Tony. You can't talk to me about polls when you're a guy who talks about the polling and says, I don't believe the polling. When we take a look at presidential polling and I see Trump ahead by 50 I say, okay, I got all these polls that say he's ahead by 50. I'm willing to accept that that's what the polls say. I'm waiting to see what Iowa tells me. Is every, do the polls relate to how people have to show up to vote, especially in a caucus state? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. It doesn't mean that when I see something that I don't go, well, that's a story. And one of the bigger polling stories that came out the other day from the Heartland Institute in conjunction with Rasmussen reports states that one in five, that's 20% for those of you playing the home game, one in five voters who cast mail-in ballots during the 2020 presidential election admit to participating in at least one kind of voter fraud. That number is criminally Insane. Jim Lakely joins me right now. He is the vice president and director of communications for the Heartland Institute, heartland.org. You were saying to me before we we we, we got on that this is this is the biggest poll you've ever done. This might be the biggest thing that Rasmussen has ever done. No one can even comprehend the numbers. So I want you to take it, take me through it. What made you put this poll into the field and what did the data tell you? Well,
2: uh, Tony, it's an honor to be on with you and to be able to speak with your audience. But, you know, we we kicked the idea for this poll around, you know, uh, because we're not allowed to talk about having any qualms or any any questions about the results and the way the 2020 election was executed by uh, states across the country. So we thought, you know, what if we asked people if they did X or Y or Z and if they mailed in their ballots and if they had didn't did these sorts of things, what if we just ask them that we don't, you don't ask people, Hey, did you commit voter fraud? But you ask them, Hey, did you happen to fill out a ballot in part or in full for a friend or a family member? Did, um, did you sign a ballot that wasn't uh, put somebody else's signature on a ballot that wasn't yours? Um, and so when you, 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 ask these questions, those things are voter fraud. That, that's a fraudulent vote that should not be counted. That should be thrown out. And what we what we found was that if you ran down all of these different types of voter fraud, just just, you know, described very, I guess, innocently to people's minds. One in five mail-in voters did one of these illegal things to a ballot. It's shocking. I mean, we had no idea that we would get results like this back. We thought maybe, you know, if five percent or ten percent, that's kind of where we were guessing the range would be. So what this shows is what everybody kind of knows in their gut that the 2020 election was not on the up and up that throwing out um, all election rules, mailing everybody a ballot, having no structures in place to make sure that these ballots are legitimate um, makes makes the 2020 election very much in doubt. I mean, I think we actually don't know who really won the 2020 election. You know, maybe Biden won, maybe Trump won, but Biden's in the White House and he got there because we threw out all election rules went to mail in ballots when one in five of them, and there's no way to track this, of course, it's it's obviously too late, but the purpose of setting up this this crazy way to elect a president because of COVID um, was used by the left to make sure that we had a very chaotic election system, and it turns out that one in five people who mailed in ballots admitted that they committed some sort of voter fraud. It's absolutely shocking. This should not be happening in America.
1: So let me jump in with with a couple of things. First, I absolutely oppose mail-in balloting because it creates the opportunity for voter fraud. Second, I'll say here, and and I'll argue it with anybody, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. This is not our debatable thing. What is the question is exactly how often do things like this happen, and how could it not be obvious to everyone that by allowing the mail-in voting in the ways that we did under the guise of COVID, that you create these issues. You break down specifically what the issues are. You can find the reporting on this at heartland.org. Walk me through it, starting with the 21% of mail-in voters admitting they filled out a ballot for a friend or a family member.
2: Right. I mean, we, we just asked here. I'm looking at the question right now at our poll. During the 2020 election, did a friend, family member, or organization, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, this is a different question. Um, did they offer you or, um, or a friend or a family member a reward or to pay you for voting? That, that, that's a question we asked, Tony. We thought, no one's gonna to admit to that. Well, <laughs> they did admit to that. Uh, 8% of, of likely voters admitted that they were offered a reward for their vote. Again, this is, this is illegal, you, <laughs> that, that is a federal crime. You cannot do that. Um, you know, we asked if you have any friends or acquaintances who have also reported to you that they committed voter fraud. Ten percent of likely voters said that they did that. I mean, in fact, you know, when we say in the poll, that the takeaway is that one in five mail-in votes um, were some sort of voter fraud, that's not even necessarily, uh, you know, the, the, the whole number because there is overlap on these things. Perhaps you did two or three of these items. Maybe you just did one. I mean, it's, you know, people that have that question, of course, you're not allowed to, our social media companies shut you down. They, they nuke your YouTube channel from space. If you talk, if you have any questions at all about the legitimacy of the 2020 election, our media um, doesn't report on it. Our, our government uh, assures us, Tony, that 2020 was the most secure election in history. I mean, the gaslighting for all of this was off the chart and what it has done it, it suppressed speech people knew in their a lot of people know in their guts that there was something fishy going on but when there is enormous pressure from every aspect of society that you're not allowed to talk about it despite the fact that democrats have not considered any republican for the last 23 years to be legitimately elected president let's put that aside but you know investigations like say say you see a security cam video of a van showing up at a a polling place in a swing state at three in in the morning and unloading all of these boxes. Say you see video of them closing the windows as they count the votes. Um, Say you see a a surveillance video of somebody stuffing a bunch of ballots into uh, into a drop box somewhere. You know, the left and the media could just wave that away and say, you have no idea what was going on there. You don't know what was in those boxes. You don't know that those votes weren't legitimate. But when you do a poll and you ask voters, If they have done this thing or this thing or this thing, which are all part, which are all um, voter fraud, and 20 percent of them said, yeah, I did that. That can't be denied. You can explain away or try to explain away um, any other, you know, quote unquote evidence that the election wasn't on the up and up, but you can't explain away, uh, explain away. That one in five mail-in voters admit that they committed some sort of voter fraud you can't make that go away this is changing the conversation you are we're
0: allowed to talk about this again or at least we should be before we get to the rest of this podcast i wanted to let you know about two fantastic live podcasts heartland produces every week we'd love for you to join us every thursday at 1 p.m eastern noon central live for our flagship in the tank podcast you can watch on the stopping socialism tv channel on youtube where you can participate in the show in the chat with other fans and also ask questions that we'll address on the air and put up on the screen. And every Friday, also at 1 p.m. Eastern and noon Central Time, you can go to Heartland's main YouTube channel. Just search for the Heartland Institute on YouTube for Climate Change Roundtable. Heartland's climate team of Anthony Watts, Sterling Burnett, and Linnea Lucan cover the crazy climate news of the week, debunk mainstream media myths about the so-called climate crisis, dig into energy policy, and much more. The show also often features guests that include some of the leading climate scientists and energy policy experts anywhere in the world. There is no show like it anywhere. So become regular live viewers of both of these programs if you are interested in smart, lively, fun, and interactive conversations. We hope to see you there every Thursday and Friday afternoons at 1 p.m. Eastern and noon Central at the Stopping Socialism TV channel and the Heartland Institute channel on YouTube. Oh, yeah, we're also on Rumble. See you
1: there. Talking to Jim Lakely, Vice President and Director of Communications for the Heartland Institute, heartland.org. The number that jumps out, because the the part where I I am in wholehearted agreement is that there are people out there who tell you you can't even bring these things up. I believe you can bring anything up if you've got data to go with it. Here's the one that jumped out at me, Jim. 17% Mm -hmm. of mail-in voters, according to your polling, said they signed a ballot for a friend or family member with or without his or her permission. The other right. things, some people could actually want to explain away, oh, they were helping a friend, it's fine, it's harmless. As a matter of fact, how often does that happen? They're helping a family member who's infirmed, they're not really 100% in, in getting to the to the post office. All those kinds of things. This one to me was the one who that that jumped out uh, as well as uh helping people vote in a state where they were no longer a permanent resident that's fraud um <laughs> signing a ballot without someone's permission that is an yeah. admission of of guilt and uh, of of illegality period full stop right. that- that's, that's the
2: But yeah, 17% said they're voted in a state where they're no longer a permanent resident. That's a pretty clear violation of election law. But yeah, signing a ballot without somebody's permission, full stop, very clear voter fraud. And 17% of uh, mail-in voters said that they, did, that they had done that. I mean, this is, this is, I mean, obviously it's too late. You can't go back. We can't fix the 2020 election. But I really hope that uh, state legislators and you know, election law is a state-by-state deal. I hope they are watching. They've paid attention to this poll. We have an election coming up in 11 months. There are a lot of loose laws in states, especially swing states across this country. State legislatures, and it would have to be run by Republicans because Democrats will not do this. All these systems were invented by Democrats. A Republican legislature in a swing state must take action this year. To fix to fix it so that as much of this fraud cannot happen this, this, you don't have an election if, if this sorts of thing go on you have something else we don't have a democracy or a representative republic when our elections are completely chaotic and rife for
1: fraud and this is what plays into the conversation Jim about Banana Republic, type feel what actually has happened to the country have we lost it i am opposed to mail-in balloting because it creates the opportunity for fraud and this data would would prove me right i have been saying this uh, for for years you did another poll this poll states that 47 percent of likely voters believe that trump is guilty of the alleged crimes to overturn the 2020 election well great they can think that but it doesn't matter 18 cuz you have to be found uh, you know guilty and right now he's innocent until proven guilty. 18% of democrat likely voters think Trump should be punished by jail for life, permanent exile or death if found guilty. What the hell kind of poll is this, Jim?
2: Well, that was another part we wanted to we wanted to gauge the public's uh perceptions of Donald Trump's alleged crimes and what his punishment punishment should be for it. Now, look, 47% of likely voters say they believe Trump is guilty of alleged crimes to overturn the 2020 election. Now, look, if I was asked, and I'm a Trump supporter, if I was asked, did Trump try to overturn the 2020 election? I would actually answer, yes, he did try. to. He was challenging the results legally and constitutionally. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, they, um, Democrats were trying to do the same thing when Trump won in 2016. Correct. But it's the idea that that, I mean... I think it was uh, four percent of Democrats think Donald Trump could be executed, get the electric chair or lethal injection or maybe just have to listen to uh, Hillary Clinton talk for two hours straight. That would probably kill him, too. Uh, But put to death for challenging the uh, results of the 2020 election, which our own poll shows was very unusual at the very least, but obviously rife with actual voter fraud. And so, you know. This country, we all know. This country has probably—it's just so divided. There's so much hate and vitriol pointed at, uh, at at each side in this country, and it's gotten to the point where some people think the president should be killed, executed, for questioning, for being quote-unquote guilty of trying to quote-unquote overturn the 2020 election. That's pretty dark, man.
1: So when you when you assemble this data, and and I mean it it, it is. The, these polls have exploded. People have been talking about them all, all across the, the, the country. What, what is the result, right? You, you've been making, I think, a, a very, very fine argument that it allows for the conversation to take place because the conversation should always be allowed to take place. But is that the goal? Mm-hmm. Is that the purpose of the polling? Or is there something else that you would like to see that heartland.org would like to see built from this?
2: Well, I mean, I think part of the reason we we did this poll was because we wanted to see um, we, we kind of wanted to see if we could confirm what we knew in our gut, that the 2020 election was not on the up and up, that there was rampant fraud. And really, the only way to 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 measure that with a poll was just to ask them, ask them, if did you do a mail in ballot? Because 43 percent of votes in the 2020 election were mailed in. And most of those, um, and I think two-thirds of them or more, were for Biden voters. Most of the Trump voters in 2020 showed up on Election Day, as you should. As a good American, you should take the time to physically you know, present yourself to a polling place and cast your vote, not this nonsense of mailing in votes. I'm 100, 100% with you on that, Tony. But you know, And then the second uh, part of the poll um, was to kind of see, well, okay, I mean, all Democrats basically think Donald Trump is guilty of crimes against democracy and all that kind of nonsense. So what do they think should happen to him? And um, we didn't even ask just ask that, Tony. Um, I have bad news for you, my friend. You are also in very big trouble. In fact, I am right now just by speaking on your radio show, because 48 percent of likely voters say that media members who alleged election fraud should be criminally punished if Trump is also found guilty of those crimes. So. This poll actually ended up being a kind of perpetual punishment machine. By just doing this poll, we are supposedly spreading the idea um, uh, (laughs) that the election was not on the up and up. And because of doing that, um, we should be punished as well. Um, And I don't think very many says, Tony, that guys like you and me should be put to death. But um, a fine would be very much in order or maybe a year or two in prison just so we learn our lesson and to not talk about things that are not approved narratives from our uh, ruling
1: class. Yeah, as you have it here in the polling, 48% of Democrat likely voters believe media members who alleged election fraud should be banned from public speaking, receive prison time, or a combination of of, of both. Uh, you mean if I even discussed it, I, I'm guilty because I believe that 100% of those 48% can kiss my ass. I'm just saying... <laughs> That if, if we're going to be doing some polling, I, I took the poll. And uh, yeah. unanimous, unanimous. Jim Lakely is his name. He is the vice president and director of communications for the Heartland Institute, heartland.org. Uh, you know, we joke, but some of these things are just, this This is our society. This, this is dangerous stuff. We'll talk more about it. Jim Lakely, appreciate you taking the time. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today.